What's going on, y'all? It's Key Mark Kane coming to you all the way live. Your favorite country cousin, your favorite Mississippi, and your best friend. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Ashley F.G. Norwood. It ain't me without the F.G. Come on. And we are the, the Family, Family Tree, Tree Podcast. Podcast. Thank y'all for rocking with us. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, The Family Tree Podcast, and on Twitter, The Family Tree. Yes, indeed. Stay rooted, stay black, stay blessed. Peace. Show and tell, just a you record. Oh shit! Show and tell, just a game I play when I wanna say. Yes, I love <laughs> I heard you. Kixie went on seven point five the other day. Come on, man! Oh, hey. Okay. It's Keith no. Arcane. I'm coming to y'all live. Are we recording? We're recording. Your favorite country girl. Can I get a five, three, two, one? And phone. your best friend. <laughs> And we back. Welcome with the beautiful and, and beautifully back. talented. What's up, family? It's your girl, Ashley FG, one half of the Family, family Tree, Tree Podcast. Podcast. Look, we are in the building back with another episode, another part one. two, if you will, of the series of love, the yeah. love series. Excited about this one. You know, relationships is an evergreen uh, topic, you know, that's that's a subject that can go on and on. For sure. You know, everybody has different opinions, different experiences, right. so on and so forth within their dating and relationship experiences. But we're going to dig a little deeper with this thing called love, right? Let's go deep. All right. So showing and telling as we just mm-hmm. came in on the record, most people rather show their love in various ways. Some people that's on the receiving end might not understand it so much mm-hmm. on how they're showing it, but sometimes they got to tell it. Sometimes they need to hear it. The person needs to say it. Absolutely. So we're going to be talking about actually saying, I love you. Mm-hmm. Is it hard for you? Is it hard for you? Right. To say, you know, when you think about love languages, I remember when, you know, this, this whole concept came out And I was reading about it, trying to understand what's my love language. Mm -hmm. And one thing I understood from, you know, that study or just, you know, just watching how I move in relationships or how I move in love Mm -hmm. is I am an affirmation type Mm -hmm. of person. Like, I like to hear. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing if I'm whipping up this good meal and I know you like it. Yeah, yeah. I see you. But I want to hear you say, baby, that was good. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's one thing if I'm mixing up drinks. But I want to hear you say, baby, that was good. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one thing for you to show Mm -hmm. your love. Mm -hmm. But I want to hear you say, Mm. baby, I love you. Faith come by hearing. That part. So, like, in that conversation or the comparison of showing and telling, um, how would you define some or describe some um, examples of showing love that, that you've experienced in your life? Whether that's, let's start with family. Let's mm-hmm. start with family. Okay. Uh, showing simply having a roof over my head, food in my belly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, even whoopings. Like, mm-hmm. you know, spare the rod, spoil the child. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And what they say a lot of times, you know. It I'm, hurt I'm me doing more this. than. Yeah, it hurt me than it hurt. It hurt me more than it hurt you. <laughs> For sure. Doing this out of love. It, it, it's of those love. two phrases I remember hearing. Yeah. Or just hearing in, in our community when it comes to discipline. 
Mm-hmm. But but please continue. Nah, yeah, like the roof over my head, the food on my uh, belly, the the bed that I was able to get rest in. Right. You know what I mean? And <clears throat> when I was messing up, the the uh, the whoopings I got on my backside. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, that. Yeah, for sure. Like, and I got a, quite a few of those. All right, I got quite a few whoopings. I wasn't necessarily a bad kid, okay, uh, but I got into quite a bit of stuff. Mm-hmm. And my mom, I got. I never got. I never had the extension cord type whoopings. I never gotten like pots or nothing thrown at me. But but my mother has actually put paws on me. She's boxed me before. Okay. Definitely got the backhand. And my mom used to wear rings all the time. And she used to backhand me a lot because I had a smart mouth. I did. Mm -hmm. I did. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) You can be honest and say. Yeah, I had a smart mouth. Um, Yeah. And I've seen quite a few different belts. You know, she had the thin belt, thick belt. The thin, the thick, and then like the little short strap. All of that. So mm-hmm. I got a few of those, you know. Mm-hmm. And she got strategic one time. And I, something that happened at school. And, you know, she tried to make me one of my favorite little snacks. She made me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Where is this going? You know what I'm saying? She <laughs> okay. Was, she was putting me in a trick bag. And so I was going to get my sandwich. And she, she rushed up in there with a belt. And uh, I hid under the table for, for over an hour. I did. Yeah, yeah. Thinking that she forgot. Next yes. day, she caught me slipping. The next day, and gave me what she wanted to give me. Oh, Cause they won't forget. They, they ain't gonna nah, let it they go. Ain't gonna forget. You can run. You can hide. Can't, yeah, but you're oh, gonna, yeah. Get yeah. <laughs> gonna get this. I got that love that day. <laughs> that love. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, just just showing in that way from family, mm-hmm. and then just being there in terms of not just <clears> mother <throat> and grandmother, the people who I grew up with in the household mm-hmm. with, but just like cousins. You know, us teaching and learning together, teaching one another, learning things together because a lot of my cousins were within the same age bracket, so we learned okay. a lot together over okay. the years. Yeah. And so that created more so a brotherhood-type bond, type love, you know what I mean, versus just a cousin. Right. Right? So you okay. got that kind of love that was shown. You know, we argue together, fight together, but then, like, can't nobody mess with us for real because oh, we got no. each other's back. Yeah. It that might type be love. me and you right now, but mm-hmm. ain't nobody going to step to you. Because you're mine. We're family. We're, we're a front. That's it. I lo- that's love. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I know for me, same. You know, um, like having a roof over my head. You know, like never had to worry about anything. Yeah. You know, I know. I remember growing up, some people may have looked at us like, oh, yeah, I was spoiled. But mm-hmm. we were loved. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me talk about that. I, I, there, in my opinion, there is a difference in, well, the word spoiled when we talk about people's upbringing or the things that they have access to. Mm -hmm. I think that that's unfair Mm -hmm. um, in a lot of situations. And it's the connotation of the word spoil. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you say, spare the ride, spoil the child, you know. So in an instance, um, in my upbringing, that was love. My Mm -hmm. my father being able to provide for us, you know, to be able to do things for us that maybe other people um, could not do for their children, but wanted to do for their children. Like yeah. you can't make him feel bad or punish us or ostracize us because he has that ability. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He worked damn hard to do it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But there's love. Yeah. You know, he knew when he married my mother mm-hmm. and they started to have a family that he would have to make sacrifices out of love to mm-hmm. provide for us. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Same thing. You know, growing up in the house with my with my parents, they took care of us well, and mm-hmm. and that was the the showing of love. But that that hearing it, yeah, I know for me mm-hmm. in particular, 
in a relationship with my dad, I remember at a very young age um, talking to my mom about um, him not saying, I love you too. Mm. I remember, you know, I would say, you know, I love you, dad. I love you, dad. And he would say, okay, baby. You know, okay, baby. Okay. But he never, he, it, there was a time where he wasn't as fluent in saying, I love you too. Mm. And for me, because, you know, you think about when you're growing up or, or you think about just the habit of saying, I love you. There's always that expectation to hear I love you too back. Thanks. Right? And then so when you know here, you kind of think like, well, well, why not? You know? And I remember talking to my mom about it, and she's like, well, of course you know your daddy love you, right? Yeah. And I knew that, but I, I wanted to hear it. And so she encouraged me to talk to him about it. Yeah. And I remember talking to him about it. He received it, and things changed, mm -hmm. which is another point that we make a lot. Like, communication is king, mm -hmm. right? In our families and in our understanding of each other. But when I got older and we would have this conversation about that time, mm -hmm. I remember my mom saying to me, well, from what she knew about his dad, mm -hmm. he wasn't as expressive. Interesting. And so that made me think, well, you know, a lot of the pressure and the judgment and blame we put on our parents, we don't know what they went through, Thanks. right, to condition them to how they respond and how they parent, yep. you know. Um, and I just thought that was so profound, right? So, you know, his father maybe didn't tell him he loved him mm -hmm. or he loved him too, mm -hmm. you know, or he may not be used to saying that, but he, he darn mm -hmm. sure showed it. Yeah. Um, but after communicating, it is something, you know, that we're comfortable saying, and, I, and I'm glad about that. I am curious, because uh, your mom encouraged you to have that conversation with your father. Mm -hmm. I wonder how was that dynamic between your mom and your father? Mm -hmm. You know, did she have a similar issue? Like maybe, I don't know who may have said, I love you first. Mm -hmm. But like, was there a, a tangle uh, within that with, the, with them? Mm -hmm. You know, that is a really good question. And I don't know if I have the answer to that for sure. Okay. But I'm glad that you asked me that because that is now something that I'm curious Come about on. and I want to talk to her about, Indeed. you know. But yeah. even, you know, just like watching them in my adult life mm -hmm. and seeing how they communicate with each other, um, I don't hear that often. Mm. You know, I don't, I don't hear, you know, I love you. Mm -hmm. Sally, I love you. Joanne, I love you. I love you too. But... They show each other. I was gonna say, other. You know you what I mean? Yeah. Right? So, it, you know, so I didn't, I don't remember just seeing that, you know, there are, there are times and moments where I may hear it. I mean, excuse me, not seeing it, but hearing it. Mm -hmm. um, but, but no, it's, it's, it's not frequent mm. that I can recall. Interesting. But the show is there, but it's, it's the tale. Yeah. You know? And so I wonder with that, is one more important than the other? You know, like for me. Valid question. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that one is more important than the other. I I think having them both, they both have their role. Definitely, you know? yeah. Um, but I wouldn't say that I would want to be with somebody who never says I love you, but shows me showing me is important. Yeah. You know what I mean? But hearing it is also something that I can't deny and say that I don't want to hear. Yeah. Huh, yeah. But yeah. then it's just like. Do we really know how the lack of hearing yeah. affects the development of a child? You know yes. what I mean? Um, and how they see themselves, how they mm -hmm. see their relationship with their parents or their parents' relationship or their future relationship. You it's know what I mean? It's a reassurance. For sure. Mm -hmm. 
For sure. I would say, I would say I would like to see it more. Both are equivalent. I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. But if I had to pick one, I would definitely, oh, definitely. say, you know, showing up. For sure. Showing up is half the battle, if not more. Oh, definitely. I definitely yeah. want uh, my person to, to show up for me because I'm a show up kind of person myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I will show you that I'm there for you in more ways than one. Uh, but I'm also going to verbalize it as well. But if I had to pick one, I'd definitely say, show me more than you tell me. And I think that's why we're having this conversation because to show up is so important, mm-hmm. right? Like in the physical, yeah. in the now, in the present, right? Mm-hmm. To be active in love and, and however you display that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we want to talk about the saying too because we don't want to discount or discredit that. Big facts. You know, and so so we're talking about, you know, mom and dad, um, you know, so like at what point, how how early in you know in your relationship between a child and their parents should we start saying it? You know what I mean? Like I think about my little niece. I mean, she's just a few days old. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, she 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 just got here. Um, and the first night I met her, um, a couple of days after they got home from the hospital, her little her her big brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, she started crying, and her big brother, he's like, you know, Soleil, it's okay, it's okay. And then I heard him say, you know, I love you, Soleil. And just hearing him say that, I'm just like, you know, she ain't nothing but a couple days old. Mm-hmm. She don't know what is, you know, we're showing her that yeah. she's loved because she is well taken care of. She yeah. has no needs. Yeah. But as early as a couple days old, we're also telling her how much we love her. Feeling that love and energy. It's an energy. For sure. Yep. Wow. That's yep. cool. I think uh, you should definitely, it should start as early as that. Yep. You know what I mean? A lot of parents talk about disciplining their kids at a very early age so right. that they know not to play with their parent, you know, mm-hmm. as they continue to grow mm-hmm. older. And same thing on the positive side, you know, say that you love them. I think that's great that the big brother was like, you know, the baby girl is crying. Big brother's like, look, everything fine, sis. You know, say I love you. You mm-hmm. know, everything going to be straight. I yep. got you. You know, it's that, again, that assurance, even though she might not know what that is yet, as she gets older, her body may have that memory. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. That's a good point. Yeah. So, like, moving out of um, family, I mean, when you think about in friendship, Mm -hmm. right, Um, as a man, some might argue that men aren't as vocal about saying I love you. Mm -hmm. What's your experience been like? What are your thoughts on that? I think that's a great topic. I think that uh, me and my partners actually do tell each other that we love each other. Mm. You know what I mean? So, and we don't even like, most of us don't even consider us friends. We we call us ourselves brothers, like yeah. we family for real. Yeah. And I have a solid group of brothers, and I tell these guys, I love them. And they mm-hmm. tell me, hey, Kane, love you, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Got a text message from one of my OGs in Atlanta today. You know what I mean? At the end of the message, Love you, brother Kane. Mm-hmm. It's like, dang, love you back, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, but I first heard that, uh, I want to say 2016, 2017. Okay. Wasn't quite sure how to take it because none, none of my friends have ever told me that before. Mm-hmm. So I had to sit and process that, you know, and then that's, that's before, um, the vulnerability talk and, you know, brothers being able to be more expressive became a a popular thing. Mm. You know what I mean? And so 
me and that brother was having a heart to heart, just talking about growing up and without our fathers as well. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, bro, say, man, we're going to be all right, man. Love you, bro. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, appreciate that. We dapped it up, and that was the end of the conversation. I was like, damn, I say, you know, none of my partners ever told me they loved me before. Like, that's different, you know. Mm-hmm. And then continuing to grow into that with other male friends, it's like, damn, like, I love my bros too, man. Let me start saying it, mm-hmm. you know. And then that trickled into going back to the family a little bit. But uh, uh, <laughs> my uh, my uncle, I know we were having a family function one time. And I I was a little under the influence, you know okay. what I mean? Had me a couple drinks. And uh, I let my uncle know. I say, Unc, man, I love you, Unc. And that triggered him a little bit because just like your father and his dad, you know, that, dy- that, that dynamic wasn't necessarily there for real mm-hmm. with him and his dad. Mm-hmm. They didn't share that affection either. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, when, when I was coming up, you know, man, don't uh, – say nothing like that or whatever. Like I say, well, Unc, I say, hey, man, it's a new day, mm-hmm. you know? And I say, you d- I say, you've done a lot for me, and I want to express to you in so many words to say thank you by saying that I love you. Yeah. Because not only are you my uncle, but you've been a phenomenal father figure to me as well. Not, not More so indirectly than directly. Mm-hmm. You know, we have mm-hmm. conversations. You've shown me things, you know, uh, one-on-one, been in the same breath just from watching you. I learned a lot. Yeah. And I love you for that. Wow. And after explaining it, he was more receptive of it, you know, but then you could still feel like the drawback because that's not how he came up. Yeah. It's, yeah. It was new to him, just like my partner had told. It was new to me. Yeah. So I had to process it. Right, right, right. Yeah, so, cause, yeah, yeah. Cause you know, you meet people where where they are, meet right? Where they are. Um, and a lot of times, you know, maybe we know and maybe we don't know where they are, what they've been through, or, or how they may receive something. But we can be the example. We can set the example. Facts. Right. We can, we can. I don't want to say create the trend, but we can normalize. There you go. Verbalizing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I love you. I know. You know, amongst my homegirls, I mean, I have. It's, it's interesting. I have like groups of friends, mm-hmm. right? Like I've got, you know, my sorority sisters, turn best friends. I've got my day ones mm-hmm. and they all know who they are. What up y'all? I got my day ones, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like going back to middle school, high school, and we're so, still good. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got my grad school folks, people that I met at Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've maintained our, our relationship. Um, but in all these groups, it's interesting. We all um, collectively, have gone through so much, Mm -hmm. you know, to the point where saying I love you is a constant thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of us coming up from Jackson, Mm -hmm. right, we know that we've lost friends, we've lost classmates. Mm -hmm. Saying I love you is a common thing because Mm -hmm. you just don't know when the last time you'll see somebody or talk to them. Heavy. So, you know, spending time showing love, let's talk about that in friendships. Let's do it. What does that look like? Showing up. For me, supporting me, whether that's a, a retweet, a repost, or coming up to the show, listening mm-hmm. to my music, excuse me, listening to the podcast, or, you know, h- however you can support me. Uh, what do they say? Support is is a verb. Mm-hmm. It's, it's action. It's mm-hmm. in the doing. 
So, you know, that's kind of what we expect from our friends as well. For sure. You know, so normalizing saying I love you, one thing, but you get in a lot of debates about friendships and what's real and what's not based on what friends do mm-hmm. and what they don't. Facts. Have you ever gotten down to, or has it ever boiled down to what someone did or didn't do uh, to determine or define your friendship? Yeah, especially if um, me and my friends possibly haven't been in contact for quite some time. No, what's quite some time? I mean, maybe months. Okay. You know what I mean? <clears throat> uh, some friends that, w- that I would talk to more so on a regular basis, time just kind of mm-hmm. slowed down, yeah. life happens. Right. And then some friends, you know, I just talk to maybe once or twice a quarter. That's mm-hmm. that's expected. Mm-hmm. But then they still show support, like you said, the re- they're sharing the reposts and things like mm-hmm. that or just even share my, uh, word of mouth to somebody else about mm-hmm. what I may have going on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, those type actions help to reassure that the friendship is still solid, you know. Because uh, some people can, you know, and, and they say a friendship breakup is worse than a relationship breakup a lot of times. Because a lot of times your friends are still going to be there, even when your romantic interest is long gone. Right. So, right. you know, when your friends are not showing up in any way through conversation or through just support, mm-hmm. it's like, damn, like, I think I lost a friend, mm. you know. And you might have to sit with that for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, something that... I don't know. I just thought about this based off what you just said. Mm-hmm. Tough love, For sure. right? So, in in the art of saying and doing, sometimes we have to say and do things that our friends don't like, out of love. You know what I mean? Talk about it. And you know, that's something that I know over the years I've been trying to be mindful of. Mm-hmm. Like I don't ever want to be a yes man or mm-hmm. a yes girl. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, oh yeah, girl. Mm-mm. Cut to the point, mm-hmm. keep it real, keep it 100, because so. that's what you would want your friend to do, yes, right? Indeed. So, you know, that's that's another point when we're talking about saying and doing. Sometimes it's 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 not the fluffy stuff. It's yeah. not the who, you know, the, oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's Sometimes it's, it's those difficult conversations, but it's still out of love, mm-hmm. and it's just as important, right? You know, kind of like that. If not more important. Yes. Because yes. at that point, we're talking about growth. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that friend loves you enough to give you that tough love to see you grow up because they see you in a in a better light. Yeah. You might not see it yet. Like, I know I've had to borrow some of my friends' belief in me until I had gotten to the level of believing more in myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate my friends. You know what I mean for for being on my case about certain things to help me get to certain points in my life, certain checkpoints, if you will. Yep. Yeah. Need that. Like, if if that doesn't happen within your friendships, like, are you really friends for real? Are we really friends? Nah. Like, what is this? It's a, it's, it's a masquerade. Mm. <laughs> masquerade. Okay. It's one <laughs> word to use for sure. So, what about romantic relationships? We've Talk talked about, about the family. We've talked about um, you know, our platonic relationships, friendships, mm-hmm. homegirls, homeboys. But yeah. in in a romantic relationship... One, mm-hmm. speaking romantically, mm-hmm. I think the saying I love you is a spectrum, right? Okay. Love is a spectrum in general, What's I up? believe. It's different levels to it. Big facts. But I can say I love you and it mean one thing, mm-hmm. and I can say I love you and it mean another thing mm-hmm. romantically, right? So whether that's depending on the person or depending depending on where we are in the relationship, yeah. right? Um, because you can say I love you to someone, mm-hmm. 
And then I guess because we're so used to I love you being like this tied to commitment. Yeah. Some people Ooh, misunderstand good. that. You know what I mean? And they, they don't receive that. Yeah. They, they start thinking like, oh, crap. You know what I mean? Like, are, are we taking this too fast? That's good. But can I love you just really mean like, no, like I love you. Yeah. Like that's why we gotta normalize. I think if we if we normalize saying "I love you" from the beginning, Mm -hmm. we wouldn't have that issue or that conflict of thought. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But it's levels to "I love you." Big facts. I agree. That's heavy. In a romantic relationship, Mm -hmm. like what what's been your experience? What do you think about saying those words? Like, is there a point where it's too soon? Do you are you apprehensive about saying it? Mm-hmm. Do you wait to hear it first? Like, yeah, where do you go with yeah. "I love you" in a romantic relationship? I have, uh, I have waited to actually hear it, mm. but I can actually. But you did you feel it? You felt it, but you waited because you didn't want to say it. I, I felt it and I waited because I wasn't sure at certain times if that young lady felt the same way as, as me. It was re- okay, if it was reciprocal. You know, I and I that. know, uh, you know, so I would rather just wait off in the cut. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? Like, I can see the love for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm mm-hmm. sure that they, they have seen the love for me as well. Yeah. But it's like, I'm going to wait. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then once she said, if, if I feel the same, you know, then I'm going to say it back. That's so funny. That's a fact. But I, it's like we all think the same way, though. <laughs> <laughs> so then it's like, why you holding back? Yeah. She could very well be holding back. So then it's just like, well, goddamn, who going to say it? And you know what? Some people dress it up. And they'll mm-hmm. say, like, you know what? Man, I like you. Mm-hmm. Or they'll be like. But you know. You know, I appreciate you. Or uh, what else? What else? Nowadays, they say, you know, I ifs with you. I fucks. Yeah. Yeah. I else with you. <laughs> For the kids. <laughs> you know? For the kids, yeah. Yeah, so it, people are dressing up, man, to 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 protect their feelings, you know what I mean, to not feel rejected, to to keep a certain level of, of a certain level of oneness, in a sense. Because, mm-hmm. again, like, nobody wants to feel that rejection, even though that, that even though they're in sync in terms of the actual relationship. Mm-hmm. Again, they might be scared that the other person might not feel the same way. Right. And you don't yeah. want you don't want to be looked at as if, you know, because cause some people respond to that like, hey, what's wrong with this girl? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or, or it's kind of like you, you get fearful of mm-hmm. what's next. Like, Ooh. to just say, like, can we just say I love you and it be that? Ooh. You know what I mean? That's good. That's good. I'm scratching my ear because I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm preaching to myself. Yo, but yeah, you know. Fact. That's good. Kind of like that like that fear of what's next. Yeah. The and, unknown. And I think the unknown, right? And then I think for some people who may fear what's next after hearing I love you is again because they're just not used to hearing it. Like if it was just normal mm-hmm. to, you know, but still had meaning, right? And still carry weight. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But to understand what it means when someone says I love you yeah. and, to, and to hear it often, right, yeah. so that you know how to receive it, mm-hmm. right, to receive it. Because that's a compliment. Like, For you sure. love me? Thank you. I trust you enough to 
tell you that I love you. You know what I mean? That's like that's like a different level of trust in my opinion also. Like Yes. We we clearly had to have gone through something yeah. for me to love you. You know what I'm saying? Like you you clearly have done something that makes you unique in my eyes. That's you know what I mean? Like there's something I'm getting here or from you that I'm not getting somewhere else. Like mm. you're special. You mean something to me. I love you that much. You know for what sure. I mean? Yep. To let you know that. And I would say this. I think a lot of people are scared of love because a lot of people these days don't get past the talking stage. A lot of people don't get past the talking stage. You know what I mean? And a lot is given within the talking stage, whether that be sex, whether that be time. Yep. Money. Money for sure. I know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Me and, yeah. So it's like, (laughs) yo. Are we in? Are we pursuing something for real? Yeah. Or like the Brent Fayez song, are we just wasting time? Waste your time with me. But at this point, you did. So, (laughs) (laughs) but like, we get to the point where we ain't got time to waste time. Maybe a decade ago. Yeah. You know, a decade ago, solid. Mm -hmm. I was Mm -hmm. just playing then, but Mm -hmm. now it's a little more serious. You know what I mean? Like, I'm looking as I build my career. I want a phenomenal woman by my side so that she can shine and we can shine together. Mm-hmm. You know, with what the song say, I'm a movement by myself. But mm. I'm a force when we're together. together. You know, I'm on them type vibes. Yes. You dig? Yes. Uh, but also, uh, a lot of people haven't really had real relationships and don't know how to, like, operate when it comes to that opportunity some people may run from you know the opportunity of being with a good person mm-hmm. because it's unfamiliar to them that's that fear that's that fear of that's love that's that fear that kick in that 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 fear of what's next mm-hmm. the fear of the, of love which may be unknown mm-hmm. like something good mm-hmm. you know I've, I've had this conversation with my friends many times you know sometimes we get caught up in self-sabotage you mm-hmm. know what i mean because we're used to chaos and dysfunction yeah. and distrust in relationship it. yes and so when we're in relationships and, and things are going good mm-hmm. it's kind of like this looming pressure for something to go bad mm-hmm. right and, and so like that expectation so now, you know, half of your thoughts are skewed to think negatively or yeah. to imagine, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, I mean, I'll be honest, that I work on, like mm-hmm. staying out of my head. You know what I mean? Me too. One of my mantras this year is to love and let be, like literally. Love and let it be. Mm-hmm. Whatever happens, happens. You cannot control. We get caught up in damage control, right, mm-hmm. because we've been through so much stuff. And, and at the end of the day, whether someone did it to you or you had a part in it, you still have to clean clean up and look after yourself after that. Like, you got to take care of yourself after that heartbreak. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that taking care, they're trying to get back on your feet or reposition life after, you know, this heartbreak or whatever, it's mm-hmm. damaging. Mm-hmm. We know that for a lot of people. And so in relationship, that fear of this continuing to happen, yeah, you start getting into damage control and starting to do things to protect yourself when really – can we just love and just let it be? Mm. It sounds so simple, but it's so difficult. It's so difficult. You got to be willing 
You got to be ready. You can never be fully ready. I was going to say, can you be fully you can ready? Never be, you can never be fully ready to <laughs> love fully. All right? You can never be fully ready for marriage. You can never be fully to be, you can never be ready fully to be a parent. Mm-hmm. Right. You can never be fully ready in your career and a lot of things. A lot of things. You know what I mean? Uh, but in terms of love, your readiness can be determined by your willingness. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Spending enough time with yourself, mm-hmm. telling yourself that you love yourself, mm-hmm. so that you know if somebody is to come along, and you get those hopes up and like, hey, this this might be something. Right. Right. And but if it doesn't end up being anything, you can st- you still got that self love. Yep. Self love is the very first romance. Yep. I hope that y'all do tell yourself that you love yourself. I tell myself that I love myself. Mm. Like, look, Kane, I love you, man. Mm. I'd be like, Kimo, I love you too. Word. Oh, yeah. I love me some me. Oh, yeah. Mary J got this song out now. Everybody talking about it. Good morning. Yeah. She's talking about that, right? Like, talking about... Affirming yourself. Yes, right? And it's so important, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, It's it's funny because, you know, you see see us writing on our mirrors, these reminders and these affirmations, Mm -hmm. especially in the beginning of the year. And then after so many you know, mornings of getting ready for work. Mm-hmm. Like, when do we stop looking at that? You know yeah. what I mean? So what's the reminder? Like, mm-hmm. when when do you take the time or make the time, right, to affirm yourself? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's more than writing sticky notes on a mirror, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. You got to talk to yourself. You're not crazy if you talk to yourself, y'all. I definitely be talking to myself. I definitely <clears> talk to myself. <throat> I have full-blown <laughs> conversations with myself. Not ashamed of it at all. If you Listen. see me if you see me in the grocery store <laughs> and you see me talking to myself without AirPods, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, again, faith comes by hearing, man. And you want to talk lovingly to yourself because we already have a lot of negative thoughts anyway. We have more negative than positive thoughts. That's for sure. So we want to talk lovingly. We, we want to be impeccable with our words. It's mm-hmm. one of the four agreements, mm-hmm. right? Being impeccable with our words, mm-hmm. being intentional with what we say to ourselves and to other people. That you know part. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because we want to give out the energy that we want to receive back. That part. You dig right. what I'm saying? So I love you. You know, it's a big deal. Uh, it's a reassurance. It's a uh, fire starter. You know, it's a, a, a immune booster. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That yeah. love vitamin. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's is vital. We need that. Good love feels good. Good love feels good. You know what I mean? Mm. So for self. Yep. With others. Okay. In our in our families. Romantically, yeah. good love feels good. Yes, love. And that's what we want to circulate. Recycle. Yep. Yeah, man. Showing versus telling, man. Showing versus telling. Show some love today. Show some love today. Tell you somebody know, you love them. Call somebody up. Yeah. I seen a video on uh, Instagram recently. I know what you. Said. I reposted yep, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a group of it was a group of fellas mm-hmm. on a campus, uh, college campus. And they were daring people to like, hey, stop what you're doing. Call oh, somebody, tell yeah. somebody that you love them for $5. Yeah. And, you know, and they would give them the $5 after they did it. But then it was like, man, you know what? I don't even want the money. I felt like I needed to do that, mm. you know. Mm. And I said that I was going to do more of that myself. Like, I'm going to make Sunday like my check-in day with my family, with my friends, you know, uh, start out the week the right way. Like, look. Love y'all, man. Like, let's get this week popping. Let's have a phenomenal week. You know, just wanted to touch bases with y'all because we can get so 
consumed with ourselves. That part. You know, but we still want to be in commune with our community. Yeah. You know, but also remain in that self-love too because self-love is the very first romance. So after you continue to take take better care of yourself, you can continue to pour uh, or... Because Yala Van Zandt said, somebody said that she was full of herself. She said, I am full of myself. And everything else that overflows, that's mm-hmm. for everybody else. So whatever dripping from you, give that to others. That part. But drip. Drip. Don't be dry. You heard? I think this is a really good conversation. I'm glad we touched on it. Oh, man, this was good. Yep. It felt good to talk about for sure. All right. Let's yeah. show love. Let's let's speak love. Let's, let's be love. Let's be love. Love lesson part two. You dig part two. The Family Tree, eh, KC and FG. We out of here. What's going on, y'all? It's Key Mark Kane coming to you all the way live. Your favorite country cousin, your favorite Mississippi, and your best friend. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Ashley FG Norwood. It ain't me without the FG. Come on. And we are the, the Family, Family Tree, Tree Podcast. Podcast. Thank y'all for rocking with us. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, The Family Tree Podcast, and on Twitter, The Family Tree. Yes, indeed. Stay rooted, stay black, stay blessed. Peace.